Hey there, thank you for listening to our Big Time Talker podcast. We are live and worldwide on the Blog Talk Radio Network, Apple, iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcast. Thanks to our sponsor, SpeakerMatch.com, the world's largest online virtual speakers bureau. If you are a meeting planner or a keynote speaker, make your way over to SpeakerMatch.com and learn more about their suite of services just for you. Today we're going to talk about books and the process of writing books and what's in it for the reader with new author Calvin Fisher. Calvin's book is called Northfield and he joins us from his home in Denver, Colorado. Hey Calvin, welcome to the Big Time Talker podcast. Hey Burke, thanks for having me on. So let's talk about, first and foremost, your book, Northfield. It's your first one. What made you decide to become a writer? Uh, that's a great question. Well, I've always had a passion for writing. Um, even when I was a little kid, I would make little comic books and go around the neighborhood and sell them to pretty much whoever would buy them. So I think even from a young age, I had that uh, drive and passion to um, spread my books and the stories I have in my head to others. When you sat down to get serious about this first one, Northfield, uh, let's talk about the process of writing the book for somebody who had never done it before. Did, did you educate yourself on, Hey, here's how you should do it. You know, did you consume books or watch YouTube videos about, uh, how other people write or did you just sit down and start typing away? What was your process? So my process was, I think to sum it up best is practice makes perfect. Um, Northfield is the first book I've published, but before that I've written six or seven other books. Um, and I think that process along with the reading a whole bunch, um, have honed my skills and made me feel like I could, um, pull off Northfield, a science fiction novel. So Northfield, as you said, is a science fiction novel. Calvin Fisher is our guest on the big time talker podcast. They, you know, the bookshelves and bookstores and now online bookstores are filled to the brim with sci-fi and yours is a dystopian novel. And I've always heard it said that a great science fiction novel has to have great relatable characters first and foremost, that it's not really as much about the science as it is about the people. And I wonder if that played out in Northfield. I agree with that. Absolutely. Um, one of my core tenets of writing is character is king. I think characters are the most important part of a story. Um, no matter how great your world is or your story, what people are going to remember most is the characters. And I believe the main character of Northfield, uh, whose name is Mark Northfield is a very relatable character. He has flaws and, um, inspirational aspects, just like, uh, just like everyone he's in every man. Well, let's talk about Mark Northfield and what happens to him in this book. So what is the premise of the book Northfield? That's a great question. Uh, Northfield takes place in a world that's uh, drowning in toxic gas for the past decade. It's a hard life and one that's shut off the hearts of survivors. People are very cold, very insular. Um, in this place, Mark Northfield feels alone. He's a man adrift, a man who does everything he can to keep his humanity um, it, it's a task that's hard most days, but it becomes downright impossible when an adversary betrays him. Um, he has a choice to either assassinate a man or be killed himself. But little does he know, 
um, his target holds the key to saving the world. Would you classify this book as uh, based in in reality in terms of the science of these things that really could happen, may happen in the future, or do you have to suspend uh, you know, your sense of belief in order to get into the, the book? I would say that the science in the book is logically consistent um, and things make sense um, from that aspect, but I, would, I wouldn't necessarily say it's scientifically accurate accurate i've taken some liberties to create the world but um i think it's one that's really cohesive and that audiences will have no problems melting into you know these these sorts of stories have been popular for many years but seem to be even more popular in today's world where we're all sort of living through uh, a dystopian life you know we're all masked up there is bad stuff in the air out there um, and, and, you know, you, you walk out into the world, especially I remember, you know, March and April and part of May and in 2020, there was not a car on the street. There's nobody walking down the sidewalk. The few people you do see are staying as far away from one another. and They're all masked up. Um, you wrote this book though, before any of that happened. Yeah, that's right. I started writing it back in 2017. Um, so I'm not going to claim that I saw the COVID-19 happening, but it is very interesting to see a lot of the parallels as far as in my book, just like we're seeing today, um, people have to wear masks to go outside and that's seen as a burden in pretty much everyone's minds. So it's, yeah, it's really interesting to see all the parallels, especially when I started writing it a couple of years beforehand. Calvin Fisher is joining us in the Big Time Talker podcast, his new book, Northfield, receiving big kudos it's available online at amazon.com and bookstores everywhere uh, so with this catastrophe of covid and uh, the capital riots that happened in january of 2021 you know americans have been kicked around quite a bit um even more so than usual you've got a lot of people who are out of work you've got these lines that are miles long uh, to get vaccines at places like dodger stadium and i wonder as a writer why in the world do you think people want to see even more disasters in their entertainment? Why would they want to read about bad stuff like this in their books when they got to deal with it every day? Yeah, I think that's a great point, Burke. A lot of people now and in, in the world we're living in really feel like they're experiencing something similar to post-apocalypse. Uh, feel like society's falling apart. They're worried about their health. Um, but I think that's what's inspiring about post-apocalyptic fiction is that the heroes are in a similar situation uh, to what we're seeing today, but they are fighting through it and succeeding and overcoming these obstacles. And I think a lot of people see that as both inspiring and comforting, comforting like they can do the same thing. Do you, um, do you watch any of these movies? You know, there's a new End Times movie called Greenland with uh, Gerard Butler I saw that uh, the video game Fallout is being adapted into a new Amazon show. Uh, the video game Division is is a new Netflix movie that's in the works. Do you find yourself drawn to to watching those kinds of shows or reading those kinds of books yourself? I do, absolutely. I think for a lot of the similar reasons I just outlined, I just think it's uh, I think it's really inspiring to see characters um, much like you and I who 
find themselves in just the worst of the worst situations and find the strength and the willpower to um, fight back and fight the good fight. Calvin Fisher is our guest today. The Big Time Talker podcast brought to you by Speaker Match. And Calvin's new book is Northfield. It's a post-apocalyptic dystopian novel. Mark Northfield is the hero. It's a real page turner. You may want to check that out. Pick it up at Amazon.com or at your website. And what is that website address again, Calvin? The website is CalvinFisherMedia.com. CalvinFisherMedia.com. Very good. Um, you know, this is not a new thing. Uh, War of the Worlds, you know, that that really uh, scared an awful lot of people back in the 1930s when the Mercury Radio Theater play happened with Orson Welles, those Planet of the Apes movies back in the 60s. Um, I was a big comic book fan, and, you know, Superman's home planet, Krypton, blew up and sent the baby Superman to Earth. So this is not a brand-new thing. Um, I wonder if, if these dystopian novels are here to stay. Is this is this a timeless genre, you think? You know, Burke, I believe so. Um, there is just something that sparks the human imagination about picturing ourselves in um, – scary situations and situations that seem unbeatable like a post-apocalypse and i think the subgenre may change as far as one decade it may be post or nuclear fallout the next it might be a pandemic sort of like we're seeing or a climate crisis um so the subgenre may change but i believe the post-apocalyptic uh, fiction is here to stay you know uh calvin when these things uh, are written as your book, you said you started writing in 2017, uh, pre-pandemic, and then things come true, it becomes a real head-scratcher. I know there was a movie several years ago called Contagion that Steven Soderbergh did, and uh, uh, man, that hit way close to home. So uh, do you think that, that these fictional premises uh, do occasionally predict the future in such a way that we can actually learn something from it? I believe so, Burke. Um, Post-apocalyptic fiction is a little bit different than other genres because you have to be very observant of the present um, in order to paint a future that feels realistic and one that could happen. So I think a lot of writers who look at and observe today to write tomorrow, um, there's a lot of lessons that can be learned in those observations. You know, a lot of writers that we talk to on the Big Time Talker podcast, uh, tell me about the hundreds of hours of research that they do to write a book. Um, and many of them are nonfiction authors. You know, they may be writing a biography of a famous historical figure or writing about uh, an event that happened in the past. And they really dive in there and try to learn as much as they can about a subject. But for something like this, I mean, essentially you're making it all up. So well, what does research look like for somebody who writes these sorts of fictional novels, these page turners? In the case of Northfield, a lot of that time was spent world building and creating a world that's consistent with itself and where all of the different gears and moving pieces all work together. So you have to think about what the society looks like, all the different effects of the, that the post-apocalypse might have on different aspects of society. So it's a lot of uh, sort of charting that out and graphing it. So it it's very similar to research in a way. Um, but just a little bit different. But I 
definitely can say I've put uh, many and many hours into crafting this world. You know, I don't think a lot of people were familiar with that whole concept of world building until the Marvel comic books became huge. And now you hear a lot about the, the Marvel universe or the, the DC universe. So when you wrote the story of Mark Northfield, you laid out the universe and the world that he lives within. How do you do that? What goes into that? That is a great question. Well, my initial strategy is I always start with the characters because that's my priority. So once I figure out who the characters are and what I sort of want to get out of them, um, from there I start to craft the world. And once I get a general baseline of what that might look like, then you have to go into the details of how each of the little pieces work together. Were you influenced at all by the way that they build worlds in, in comic books and comic book movies and video games? Is that sort of a source of in, inspiration for you? Yeah, absolutely. I would say a, a huge inspiration for Northfield, oddly enough, is uh, Spider-Man and a lot of the things they do with the character building um, in that comic book series and the world. Um, a lot of post-apocalyptic video games, just the visuals really helped uh, crafting the imagery and the look of the world. So I'd say it's a, a ton of little pieces from a lot of different places. You know, I'm a, a huge comic book fan and have been for years. As a matter of fact, on my studio desk right in front of me, I've got an amazing Spider-Man autographed by Stan Lee. Uh, and so I wonder if you also are a big comics fan or a big video fan, a video game fan. And if so, uh, which ones are sort of in the genre of Northfield? Which ones could we look at and go, oh, this has some similarities to, to Calvin's book? That's a great question. Um, I'll start with uh, video games. Um, I'd say some that have very striking similarities are um, The Division, um, the sort of look of the world and feel I um, I think is very akin to Northfield in a lot of ways. Same with the Fallout franchise. Uh, that's a nuclear apocalypse. Um, as far as comic books go, I think um, BMZ, uh, which stands for Demilitarized Zone, um, I think that has a lot of imagery similarities. And those are the ones off the top of my head. Is it going to be hard for you to get um, young people to read a, a book, a regular book with just words and pages because they've, uh, you know, come up and, and grown up with that advanced stimulation of, of video games and, and with, uh, you know, interactive videos and, you know, movies that, that have a hundred million dollars in CGI effects. I mean, you're a young guy and, and you have been around all of that your whole life too. So, so how do you do that as a writer? How do you pull people who have been so overly stimulated into sitting still for hours and reading a book? I think it all goes back to characters. I think people have a innate draw to stories where they re really resonate with the characters. And I think with any genre, with any medium, if they can form that personal connection, they'll no problem um, They'll no problem read and be engaged. I think a somewhat similar example, at least for me, is uh, anime. I've never been a, I guess, follower of the genre. I don't really know its ins and outs, but 
one of my friends showed me a TV show, an anime called Full Metal Alchemist. And even though I'm not a fan of the genre, I really connected with the characters and had a, a hunger to watch each episode. So I think regardless of the genre, if people find a story they like, they'll be engaged. I think that makes a lot of sense. You know, it's not so much the story of the zombies in The Walking Dead. It's it's the story of the survivors and, and their human interactions. Uh, I read an interview years and years ago with Adam West, who had uh, played Batman in the 60s uh, TV show. And uh, to him, that show was really all about the colorful villains that came in and out each week. And, you know, he was just sort of the, the glue that the, the, held the whole thing together. He was the common thread, but it really was the compelling characters. And in, in Calvin's book, Northfield, these clouds of, of neon death, if you will, uh, are all over the Earth's surface for 10-plus years. And the lead character, Mark Northfield, gets blackmailed into uh, an assassination mission. He has no real choices there, um, and you really feel for this guy. Check out the book, Northfield. It's Calvin Fisher's debut novel, and you can visit him online at calvinfishermedia.com. What's next up for you, Calvin, after Northfield? Is there a Mark Northfield 2 on the way? I can't speak to anything specific, but I would keep on the lookout. There may or may not be a sequel in the works. So, uh, yeah, I encourage you again to uh, check out Northfield. Readers are really loving it. Um, and also, KelvinFisherMedia.com is a place where you can subscribe to keep updated on Northfield and other works, including a possible sequel. So, uh, please check those out. One last question. Mark Northfield, let's say this gets made into a movie. Who plays... Uh, Mark Northfield in the film version of Northfield? I would say uh, Wyatt Russell, um, who was on Overlord and The Black Mirror. I just think he has a lot of range and uh, also captures the look of the character. So I'd, I'd love to see him, but I guess we'll have to wait and see. All right, Wyatt Russell, if you're listening, this could be your next film project. Calvin Fisher, thank you so much for joining us. Best of luck with the book, Northfield. Thanks so much, Burke. Thanks for having me on. Northfield available at Amazon.com, the world's largest online bookseller. At bookstores everywhere, you can go in and, and ask for it and get more information and also purchase links at CalvinFisherMedia.com. Thank you so much for listening to the Big Time Talker podcast. Thank you to our sponsor, SpeakerMatch.com. And be sure to subscribe at Apple, iTunes, Stitcher, or just ask Alexa to play the Big Time Talker podcast with Burke Allen. I'm Burke Allen, live in Washington, D.C. Thank you so much for listening. Now go out and make it a great day. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.